0: It's 11.47. As the, year, <laughs> as the year comes to an end, those who have money to spare and uh, the heart to give are looking at ways to donate to worthy causes. Giving uh, is the right thing to do, especially after so many people uh, being bashed by the lockdown. But before you do, Inya an NPO with a reputation for promoting profiling and growing local giving, has, has some tips on how to donate wisely this holiday season. What are some of the things that they would like us to look at before parting with our hard-end cash? To help us navigate the subject, we're joined by Soraya Junas, Financial Director at Inyatelo. Hi, Soraya. Good morning. What do you do at Inyatelo?
1: Good morning, KG. Thanks for having me. Um, You know, Inyatelo has been around for about 20 years now, and essentially we help to capacitate uh, non-profits and civil society organizations so that they can be attracted for funding. Um, but another role that we have is to promote philanthropy, and we've been doing that for several years as well through, through an awards program that we had run for over a decade. So it's, it's nice to be here to speak about that topic in particular.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, are you finding generally that uh, people do a lot more of their giving at this time of the year unlike any other time during the course of the year?
1: Yes, I mean, South Africans traditionally do give at the end of the year, uh, but it does depend on, you know, we're a society of givers. We are known throughout the world to be a very, very strong, um, generous society that does give back, that's a known fact and has been studied and, and revealed in several reports. So that type of giving is motivated by different factors and does happen throughout the year. But of course, you know, this is the, the festive season and, and people are, are grateful for what they have and wherever they can, they, they try to assist as well. So how
0: do, gen, how do South Africans generally give at this time of the year? What kind of things do they do? Do they just, you know, uh, take out money and uh, uh, give to your local petrol attendant? How does it work?
1: You know, I think the most overwhelming, most common method of, of giving is cash. About 75% of those who do give, give cash. But, you know, I'd like to reiterate that giving is not just about the money. Um, and it's important, As and it, it might sound strange, but to think of individuals and yourself as what it is that you do and where you give and how you're giving. Um, because we always talk about this concept of big philanthropy. You know, we, we've heard of... Um, you know, the Amazon CEO yesterday who's giving over $400 million to climate change. And, you know, that's great. And it's, it's, it's a big, different kind of scale of philanthropy. But there's this citizen and community philanthropy that happens every single day in South Africa. And, and that's quite important to assess as well.
0: Yeah. So before we give, uh, you know, what uh, are some of the things that you would like for us to look at before we part uh, ways with um, our money?
1: So, you know, the most important thing, of course, is to follow your passion, to find something that resonates with you, to do your research. Um, You know, the common uh, themes to give to is education, health, and and social and community development. But there are other causes that need um, support as well, like social justice organizations, you know, whether they're helping with food security, homelessness, or gender-based violence. And just to do your homework that way and to see what pulls you Um, The second thing, of course, and the biggest thing is to ensure that where you're giving and how you're giving is legitimate. Um, There are scams out there. There are organizations that play in the name of other organizations. So just to authenticate, and, you know, in South Africa we have the Department of Social Development, so formal organizations have an NPO number um, that formalize them. But really, you know, just check their website. Um, but I say that knowing full well that community philanthropy and over the pandemic, especially a lot of, you know, for example, community, commission, um, community kitchens that have popped up, which have been, you know, such a, an amazing resource to communities and assisting with food security may not be officially uh, registered. So it's important to, you know, in those cases, just to, to do your homework and to make sure that who you're giving to is is valid and you also want to see that you know your hard-earned money is going to the cause and that you know it isn't a vague donation and that there's a way for you to see that that impact is being made so that's quite important as well Um, and then also you know to follow up on tax benefits if you're giving in a way that is not structured um, that's fine, and that is the heartbeat of South Africa and what moves us forward in many ways. Mm. But if you if you are now, um, you know, converting the type of philanthropy that you're giving into something more formalized, because, you know, we give in an incident, we give in a crisis, but in the long term we want to see that systemic change, is to follow through with these organizations that are a bit more structured, mm. and they have tax benefits. So, you know, ask for their PBO numbers or check for it on a website so that, the government knows that, that we're filling you know, gaps in society that they otherwise cannot or have not filled, and so they've offered Section 18A um, relief, which allows people to donate you know, 10% of their taxable earnings and, and receive that as a, as a benefit. Yeah. So that's important as well.
0: I was looking at the information uh, uh, that uh, uh, was sent to me uh, from uh, your um, organization, and it fascinated me uh, to learn that apparently uh, we are cash donators uh, as South Africans. But even interestingly enough, apparently in general, people who give or donate more are women uh, more than men in our country. Are you able to elaborate
1: on that? Isn't that fascinating? That's a stat that was found in the South African Giving Survey, and you're right. It said that 86% um, versus 74% is women uh, who give more, or who give more often, but that men give bigger donations. So, yeah, I don't, you know, I haven't dug into that a little deeper, um, and I'd like to as well. But it's something that, uh, you know, I suppose there's a lot of our. One of our biggest concerns in the country is gender-based violence, and I know women are very, very passionate about that because it hits them. It hits their sisters and their mothers and, mm. and their friends and their cousins, um, so there's, there's driven. But we know with women, you know, we're mothers, we're, we're nurturing, and there's causes that we feel for, and, you know, one of the reasons that people give as well is they talk about being influenced by their family and so you know we see a lot of role models in in women households that are also you know, driving the way and, and building a type of mentorship, a model for their own families to see yeah. that giving is important.
0: What what do we generally feel as South Africans about uh, philanthropy? I mean, and I ask that question because uh, to a large extent, there's a lot of poor people uh, in, in in our country. So, I mean, you know, I'm assuming that philanthropy is not something that they, you know, is, is utmost in their mind because they themselves are trying to figure out how to survive in the first place.
1: Yeah, but, you know, it's quite ironic because at the same time, and I think we need to change the narrative because, as you know, I grew up in Canada, so it's a very different narrative. But in South Africa, we're very shy to talk about where we give. Um, Giving is done quietly. And even those, you know, it's surprising, but in a way not surprising, that those who don't have still find a way to give. And as I mentioned, it's not always money. It's their time. It's goods and services. But it's also that, um, you know, acting as that nucleus in a way of a network. Mm. So, you know, you may not have those resources, but you know somebody who might, or it's the collective, that, you know, this little 10 rand here, 20 rand there, for example, that all adds up collectively, and, and there's a nucleus for being that, that center point to gather that cause and advocate for that cause and disseminate it. Yeah. So that's happening all around us all the time, and we don't necessarily talk about it or or Highlighted and yeah. celebrated.
0: Important that we have this uh, conversation now because this is the week that a lot of people are getting their thirteenth checks, right? Uh, so this is the week that they have to make those considerations about who to give to and why. You, uh, one of the things uh, you said at the start of our conversation is that people need to do their homework before they make a determination as to who to give to. What kinds of considerations should go into doing that homework while you're trying to determine? where your money should go to?
1: I think, you know, you can look at things like, well, in a formalized case, does an organization have an annual report? You can look at, you know, on a website, for example, who is the board, what is the governance structure, so that you can be assured that you're getting, um, you know, a legitimate organization. But as well, even if you go on digital philanthropy, you know, fundraising sites, There's so many causes there, right? And it's so difficult and so noisy and hard to filter out. But if you really spend the time and you really look around and legitimize and see, and as I mentioned, those registration numbers and others who are spreading the word and speaking about the causes um, are also a way to, you know, to do that kind of homework too. And of course, a lot of things in the media, I mean, you'll hear about didn't we break a world record during the pandemic with sandwiches? Um, with Ladles of Love or or Gift of the Givers, for example. Mm. Those are organizations that are highlighted in the media. Um, You know, not all organizations are fortunate or big enough to be able to to do that just yet. But there's a trust that's built in that, you know, and especially around the governance. And, you know, just one last thing, as I say, you know, you said people will be opening their wallets as well. But one thing we struggle with in South Africa is that, you know, the governance structures in our non-profits Board members aren't paid so they're volunteers yes and in South Africa you know two-thirds in that study two-thirds of people had volunteered over 12 months that's enormous mm. but sometimes we think of volunteering through our hands and we can also volunteer through our skills and board members and board skills and are very important and that even applies to youth you know if you're somebody who's younger you know look for an organization that you identify with See which organizations are, are looking for board members because they do refresh from time to time. Yeah. And and put your voice there, you know, put yourself forward because all kinds of voices are needed in those in those forums and yeah. governance is so critical.
0: No, fantastic. So tell me, uh, before I let you go, uh, uh, about why perhaps uh, some people who may be listening should donate to Inyatelo. Oh, um, (laughs) I got you there.
1: (laughs) You got me there because we're so much here to promote um, giving and philanthropy in general. Um, We do have a donate button, you know, as, as does anyone else. You can always visit our website for that. Um, But it's also just an example, if you're sitting there and thinking, I want to give, but I don't know what cause to give to, or I just want to strengthen society, I want there to be, you know, some kind of systemic change so that these other organizations or even these, you know, community-based organizations coming up can have support. Um, Inyotelo is their support. It is their um, home for civil society to come to for help, for questions. Um, free resources, etc. Um, so it's a way to hit many, many words with one stone, so to speak. Um, but again, you must follow your passion and what draws you in any cause you wish to give to, you, whether it's formally or informally. Fantastic, Soraya.
0: Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Oh, thanks for having us. Thank you, Soraya. Ju- uh, Junas is financial director at uh, Inyate.